Welcome to another great episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, a podcast about movies. Today, I have a very special guest with me. I'm going to introduce him here in a little bit, but first, I just want to say I appreciate everybody tuning in, uh, especially all the all the little fans coming back, listening uh, episode after episode. It means so much to me. It really does. Um, I'm going to keep on doing this for the love of it. I won't do this for money. Yeah, right. Let me tell you something. I get a sponsor on here that want to pay me a good bit of money for an ad. Go ahead. I'm just gonna talk about your shit the entire episode. Y'all might get mad and not listen no more, but hey, money talks. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I mean, shoot, I just keep looking at my stats. I appreciate all the UK listeners listening. Um, obviously, US of A, even though we do got some crazy uh Trump supporters over here. He gone now, so let that shit go. But anyways, I'm going, I'm getting off track. I appreciate y'all for coming in listening i always 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 and always grateful for y'all and i'm gonna always keep doing these great episodes and um without further ado gone in 60 seconds and before i talk about this i have to introduce my special guest here i mean we were talking about it just now he's the man he the myth he the legend he's swole head uh stanimal uh stan the man my boy stanley uh playing for West Georgia University of West Georgia football. Um, go ahead and talk about yourself, man. I can't. I don't want to do too much, you know. I'm trying to introduce you, but go ahead. I'm gonna let you go ahead, finish it off. I'm gonna alley oop to you. So go ahead, talk about yourself. All right. Well, uh, my name's Stanley. You know, Speak I, up, man. Name. <laughs> my name's Stanley. You know, I go to West yeah. Georgia University originally. You know, by way of Alabama. You know, okay. not, not Alabama, but Atlanta, and then living um Roswell. You know, currently. You know, what I'm saying. You know. Big, you know, big on football and sports, you yes, know what sir. I'm saying? And um, other than that, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it, man. Okay, okay. I got a couple questions to ask you because I, I wanted to ask you beforehand. I'm asking you now. So uh, before you came to West Georgia, you was playing at Georgia State, you know. Uh, I guess, I guess what? You haven't really graduated, so I can't really say your alma mater, but that's my alma mater, so I'm going to go ahead. Go Panthers, you know. I watch a football game, but, hey, maybe one day I'll stop by and watch you scrubs. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, what, what was your decision to transfer over here from uh, from uh, Georgia State to West Georgia? Um, well, it was a, a bunch of things that kind of like okay. you know came into play. You know, me coming over here. You know, part of it we you know because you know if anybody know about Georgia State, you know, you know about you know the the expenses. You know, yeah, they be down there. You know what I'm saying, and everything else. You know, and just just a change of a scenery. You know, somewhere I can go. You know, and really, uh, hopefully, you know, extend my career a little bit. You yeah, know, and um, yeah, get my degree, man. Did a smaller school and everything. You know, just a different environment. You can focus. You know, more. That is true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I love to just stay, but but you know, that's a bad idea of putting it in in the heart of Atlanta. Pretty much, a lot of things, uh, big distractions, and yeah. So, but I still love the state, man. It's all good. Um, you know, this COVID season coming in kind of ruined a lot of collegiate uh, what schedules, sports seasons, and everything. How how has this COVID um, affected you uh, personally with 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 your progression and with your football and everything like that? Well, um, not. It hasn't really affected me in a negative way. I, mean, okay. I know it had like a lot of a negative 
effects on other people, you mm-hmm. know, you know, by blessing, you know, still be able to, you know, still sound good. You know, I didn't really, I've been pretty healthy or whatever, you know, and everything, but it gave, it really gave me an extra year to play in college, you know? Okay. So when it comes, you know, on the negative side, you know, what it's done to, you know, America and all that stuff, that's the negative part. Yeah. You know, on the other side, it's just like, it gave me another, another shot and more time, you know, to continue to, you know, try to play in college and everything, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a couple more questions I got to ask you about football because, you know, I'm a big football hand. Let's go. Go Cleveland Brown dog pound. Woo, woo, woo. All right. Um, I had a, you ever played in the game? I want to know specifically like your favorite game, your favorite loss that, that you like learned from that, that helped you grow, that helped you like grow into a better man, a better football player. And like, I guess like a, like a game that was a close game that you won or, or a game, not really a close game that you won, but a game that you came back from, like you guys were down. You were like, you know what? I don't think we're going to win this one guys. And then you end up winning the whole thing. Do you? Have like those three memories for me specifically? Uh, so the, the first one you said that um Yeah I, a game went out when we were down. Yeah. Okay, well I got a bunch of those, man. But the, okay, a bunch I think of the them. most okay. the most uh influential one on me was maybe a game we played uh Walton, Walton High School. Okay. You know, out there in uh, like Marietta, Chicago or whatever. Okay. And um, you know, they always been like a a really good team, you yeah. know. Big team, you no know, big following. You know, we used to play on TV, all that stuff. Okay. So just like uh, when that game come, you know, for us to be able to, okay, we can win this game, and we we got a better, a good shot for the rest of the season. You know what I'm saying, or whatever. Right, right. So, uh, so basically that that whole game we started off, it was it was pretty close in the you know towards the in the beginning it was close. We was both neck and neck, and then you know come off the field and defense going there, and they offense was really good. So it was kind of like. Touchdown, 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 Damn. back to back to back, you know. And then um, it probably came to halftime, and it was, I think it was 24, and we had maybe, we had scored seven, 24 to seven and a half. We came in, you know. So basically, if we if we were going to win that game, we could possibly want to be, you know, one of the better teams in our school history, you know, from based off the record, mm. how our record was going, you know. So we had to finish the rest of the season, you know, undefeated. Okay. Probably the best in the region or whatever. So we came in, you know, in a halftime, we came in the locker room and everybody kind of, you know, kind of quiet, you know, because we did come in that game. I mean, it was a whole bunch of chatter, you know, Twitter, all that different stuff, you know, talking yeah. about, you know, people, girls, all that different stuff. Damn. Talking about Twitter, girls. Just, yeah, just, just straight just going off on Twitter. So the whole game was real, you know, okay. it's real loud, you know what I'm saying? So we were back and forth, you know, fights low key, like those stuff on the field, stuff like oh, that. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. So halftime, we came in, we all quiet because we like, dang, you know what? And looking like we might we might take this L, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm sitting there, so then yeah, then we all had to like kind of come together, you know, be like, okay, you know, we're gonna win this game, you know, we got you know, play together, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Cause most people was kind of like, you know, just like on my team, it just like, you know, scouts was coming, stuff like that. So everybody like low key individually, oh, I'm trying to do this, you know, mm-hmm. do this, but we all had to play together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we came back out. Coach gave a speech, you know, the, you know, influential speech. Oh, yeah. it's actually on it's actually on Instagram. Oh, okay, but, uh, yeah, it was from a while ago. It's been a minute, but like, um, he gave an influential speech, and we was all sitting there and everything. You know, he was just like, you know, we're gonna, you know, we gotta start being, you know, we gotta play together. You know, we can't play, you know, individually. Take, you know, everybody, all the crowd stands, everybody, they not here. You know, it's just us, other team, and that scoreboard. You right. know what I'm saying? So we all had to kind of focus in. So we came out. 
in the in the uh, third quarter. I will never forget this. We came out of the third quarter. It was a, it was on kick return. It was me. My boy AJ was back there. Speed dude was hella fast, right? Okay. So like they kicked it to me. So it came to my side. I called for it. So he he went up trying to block. I called for it. I ran back. So when he's he felt like he's gonna block, he comes back around. And I toss it to him like this, oh, kind of like I hand it off. I'm yeah. running this way, so everybody think I'm got the ball, and then he take off. He books it around the side as fast as he is. He just booking it. So he go, he goes a whole. It's probably about ninety. It's a good ninety some yards. Oh, he returned the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Damn. He dipped. He's so fast. He just dipped because everybody came up this way. Yeah. So I came the ball. They come to the right side of the field, the home side. But then he came around the other side. I gave him the ball. He runs all the way around, scores a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? It puts us up fourteen. So we have 14 points. So now we down by a little bit again. So we go off, you know, we hoping, you know, hoping the defense can get a stop. And then they almost get all the way down to score. So when the when Washington comes out, the QB, they're on the 10-yard line. The QB, he comes under center. He tries to hut, hut, you know, try to fake, you know, fake snap. And then we don't go for it. Hut goes again. He drops the ball. Like he comes oh, out, he gets the ball. He's gonna he's gonna he run a handshake with the running back, but he drops it. So everybody just fumble, like, fumble, fumble, we gotta get the ball, fumble, fumble. So we everybody yeah. on the scruffle. The ref trying to pull everybody off like this goes up. And my dog Chubb, I bought Chubb on the bottom. My dog Chubb had the ball. So it was like, okay, we recovered the ball on the 10-yard line. So we go back out. So all we got to do, you know, we got to score again. One more time, we can score again. So we go back out there again, ready to score again, right? So basically, we had this package. I forgot what we used to call it. It was a package where we had, like, a bunch of defensive guys. It's like we was basically all on offense. So it just, like, we had hella dudes on defense, on offense. Okay. And it was like. Pretty much all the athletes or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So right. we had this, we had this one play. So we but basically we had this one play where we hiked the ball. It's called Arizona. Okay. Hiked the ball. I was if my quarterback fake it to me, my boy David, and throw a screen pass. Boom. Throw a screen pass. Boom. We move it up five yards again. Come back out. Boom. Other side, throw a screen pass. Boom. It don't work. You know what I'm saying? He don't worry, he drops the ball. So I'm like, dang. So by the time by this point, we did we did the same play to both sides twice. I don't know why. And then we get the third, third, third down. So coach is like, okay, we gotta hit him. We gotta come out with a different, you know, something. We had been working on it in practice, but we had never ran the play in the game. So basically, what we did, we took our two biggest defensive linemen, right? We call it like the pistol package. Okay. So we took my boy Chase, my boy Chase, and his other dude named Graves, like they're real big. Okay. So we put it both get down like this, and we put one of our one of our bigger guys in the back to run the ball. Okay. So basically, all we do is hike the ball. He comes off, steps back, give him the ball. So he just comes straight downhill for to get the first down. So he comes straight downhill, boom. So he had to, it's like basically like bow at the line of scrimmage. So he's just going like this. Oh, all the time, bro. Back so, and forth. Yeah, okay. man. So the ref had to come in there. He wasn't going down. Red had to blow the blow the whistle. I'm like, oh, we get the first. Hope oh, we get the first. Hope oh, we get the first. And the coach, the coach, they had to come back and they had to rest with, in the you know in the little scrum over there on the side trying to figure out who got the first. So they go. And they're having a whole conversation, and then it kind of turns out it goes our way. We got the first. Okay. So we come back out like, man, so we, I was like, we cannot. One thing we couldn't do against this team was throw the ball because, like, they had three or four DBs that was, like, Division One caliber. Damn. So, like, so All we right. couldn't really – we couldn't throw the ball. We didn't want to, want to risk that. So, right. basically, we had – if it was either a short pass or we just weren't running. You know what I'm saying? So, well, fast forward, I want to give you the whole, the whole story. But fast forward, fast forward, we drive down. You good, we're, we're on we're on their 25 yard line so basically we have to come off the field to kick the field goal uh-huh so to go up three so it'd be so it'd be 21 to 24. so basically go out there and get the field goal he my, my kick our kicker comes out 
and they're trying, we're trying to, you know, they're trying to, you know, jumping up, jumping up and down, trying to distract them, or whatever. All the people on their sidelines going crazy, cussing, motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> cutting at this man from their side, bro. Right. I can hear him, but I'm sitting there on the sideline, kind of like squatting like this, like, you know, a guy like this, hoping he can make the field go, right? He comes out, he kicks it, it hits the post, and it goes in. Oh shit. Yeah, so it hits the post, like it's gonna go out, but it bounced inside the inside the uh what's the upright? Okay, so yeah, yeah. Still goes, so we kick we got the three, so we're down 21 24, bro. So we come out, we kick the back ball, kick the ball to them. They run, they run up to like the 30, the 30 yard line. So they come out and their team comes out. So thing is, my coach was, you know, he's low-key like he's low-key losing it, you know what I'm saying? So then so what I don't expect him to do, I'm over there on the side drinking water. Stanley, get in there. I'm like, what you do? Get in there, get in there. We need you on defense. So I was like, man, I had to go in there to go in there at linebacker. Okay. So I was already hella tired. So I was like, dang, I'm low key. I'm low key not trying to do this right now. <laughs> so I went in. I know they had a big running back there. And I was like, dang. So I got to go over there, ran out there, hike the ball. You know, they're going to go there. They could go out there under center, hike the ball. The quarterback drops back, and I drop back into, into the flats or whatever. So they go into a little quick, you know. A little quick little outright they tied into the other side. Yeah. And then he just, you know, you know, I'm low, low, low key stepping on dude, low key. So it took like five was to get this man down right, bro. So they put a whole 10 yards, right? 10 yards again. So they hike the ball again, run the ball, run the ball to the other side, they pick up another 10 yards. And then this play, this play is third down, right? This third, third down, down, third, third down, down again. Third down. Third down again. So we got to get a stop. We got to get a stop. Right? I'm loving this, by the way, man. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm all in. No, look, shout out to the one. Oh, I forgot to say, we are live. This is yeah. a live show right now. We have I'm trying to, I'm our trying to our it, one estimated, uh, our one and only audience member in the, in the stand. Shout out to Devin. <laughs> hey, Devin. You want to say something? Hey! Yeah, we were, we're shot in front of a one-man live audience. It's amazing. Um, I know all y'all sucked, and I'm sucking this story too. Go ahead, go yeah, ahead, though. Yeah, I'm go to, ahead. I'm trying to give it to you like it's happening. Fault. I can remember it like it was yesterday. Keep bro. on, my fault. So third down, right? Third down. So third down. So they they call they run trips. They run trips to the right side. Yeah. And I'm and I'm and I'm on that side because this is a weak side, right? So I'm on that side, kind of right here. So I low key kind of can smell like oh they they finna run the tunnel screen. So basically, okay. when they hike the ball, I drop back a little bit. They run the screen. So the dude comes back up, and I can, I can see linemen coming from the left corner of my eye. I've been coming. You know, they can run. Oh, shit. Yeah, they come to get ready to smack me, right? <laughs> so I'm looking like this. So it's up to me. It's up to me to kind of swim through and make this tackle. If I can make this tackle, they're not going to pick up the first. Right. right. So, so basically, I try to move around the linemen. I'm getting blocked. Right? I'm like, dang, dang. I'm like, oh, he, he got me. So he kind of got like. He got his hand up like this over under my arm. Oh, shit, that's like a good moving. block. Yeah, I'm moving this way. So basically what I did is I put my foot down, and he was, he was was his foot was coming through. I put it down, so he falls like this over my foot. Oh, shit. I push him like this, and I dive out for his arm, right? I grab his arm. The football's in his arm, right? He has oh, you're already in the backfield, the quarterback. No, I'm like, it's the tunnel screen. Oh, it's so tunnel. basically okay. it's like this, and I'm, I'm trying to move this way. Cause he, so you have the running back. Then. Yeah, he's running back. Okay, okay. You the receiver's back. coming my this fault. way, down, downhill okay. this way. So I'm trying to come over, come over the bottom, scrape over. Yeah. And I push him down. He trips over my leg. I push him down like this. Mm-hmm. I dive over, I grab his hand, his his like his arm, which he has the football right here. Okay. Or like, well, yeah, this way, because he has on the inside arm. Right. So I grab it and I'm trying to pull it like this. My boy Lucas, I told I told Dad about my boy Lucas, bro. He was a beast, beast white boy, wide receiver, like he wide receiver, safety, everything. But he okay. comes through, he comes, he's trying to pull the ball away from me. And my boy Lucas comes through. 
boom, lays the dude out, right? Damn. So he almost fumbled, but he recovered it himself. So we stopped it, bro. Okay. Stopped it right there, bro. So we come back out, bro. I said, I was going to sideline for like two, 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 uh, two plays, but I was, I was gassed, bro. Yeah. So when I come back in, by this time, we, we weren't really making too much, you know, making too much progress because everybody was, was tired, bro. Like, yeah. it, was, it was like back and forth the whole game. It was like a dog fight. Okay. So we was low key playing ourselves on the other side. Like, we had the same. Okay. Caliber. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So this is a really good game. Caliber players okay. on both sides, bro. So uh-huh. we were like, Back and forth, back and forth, bro. So this is the play. This is the play. This is the play that got it, bro. All right. So basically, we so basically we had this um this play. I forgot what we called it, but we had our, our slot come up. He runs the hitch, and then our um what's it called? Our, well, our, our what's it X X all the way out here on the on the left side. He runs. dudes like this right here, kind of like a stop and go, kind of like a okay, like yeah. hitch and go. So basically, he comes, he comes, and he stops. <laughs> Look back. The, the corner bites. Boom, he's gone. So my quarterback drops back. My boy David drops back all the way back here. He goes to lock it up. He get hit. Boom, gets hit right when he throws it. Right damn. So he runs. So he throws. It's up in the air. Man, this and he, like he, he, he's wide open. So he's running. He's wide open. He's running, and he hits, he hits his hands. He drops it. Damn. Yeah, he drops damn. it. Damn. He drops it, bro. So basically. We we lost. We lost the game, bro. We Wait, lost. I thought this, I thought this was a game that you lost, that you were down, and you came back to win it all. No, this is the game. This is the, you said the influential game, right? This is the influential game. Oh, that's one of them. A that's loss, a, that's right, a, a, okay. That, your influential loss. My yeah, fault. Influential all right. Loss. See, in my head, I thought this was the game where you were down and then you came back and won no, it all. No, no, no. This, okay, this, this, this is the influential loss. We okay, this is still game. good though. This, this go ahead, finish. My fault. We lost my fault. this game, so basically he dropped the pass wide open. We yeah, all that, that is some Friday night light shit. Yeah, bro. So he comes to the sideline. That's the game. Yeah, it was like one coach like, "It's all good, it's all good, man." So keep your head up. We all looking at like, bro. <laughs> walk like I'm like, bro, you you trying, but no, bro, that's my dog, that's my dog, bro. Okay, my dog Malik, bro. But like the same time, man, we lost that game. We we almost had it though, cause they was yeah. that, that was the best team. If okay. we beat them, cause we was kind of tied up for the best in the region, right? So we had to beat them. We closed out the whole region. You know, man, what that's I'm saying? A- that's still a good dog fight right there. Though. Yeah, it was, it was, it was bad. I was trying to give you like a speed through. No, nah, you ain't got to do all that, man. You ain't got to do all detail, that. Detail, yeah, detail, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's like the, basically the clean cut all right. detail. You yeah. Know? But yeah, that was an influential loss. Okay. Right? I know that thing was hella long. But, Fa- favorite win and um, the game where you guys were down and you came back to win it all. All right. All right. So favorite, favorite win. Um, favorite win. It gotta be. I think it's probably Roswell. Roswell. We play Roswell every year. You know? Okay. So that's low key like Milton right here, and Roswell is five minutes, like eight minutes down the street. Okay. So it's just like it's. Now, when I when I say Roswell. favorite win, I mean like to more detail. Like you, your stats was like insane that game. I mean. Well, well our, so. my stats wasn't that game. It was more centered around because they already had a game plan for us. Okay. Anyway, so they knew, okay, they know give Stanley the ball. Right. And we have two wide receivers that they line up on two opposite sides or sometimes the same side. Okay, he's going to get the ball, he's going to get the ball, they're going to run. Okay. So they kind of – it was it was hard to kind of stop us. Right. At the same time that they already had a game plan. So okay. that, that whole game I probably had, man, say probably like – 
60 yards rushing. I didn't score that game, but I had like 60 yards rushing, something like that. But on defense, on defense, I was low key. Was, is that is that why that's your favorite favorite win? Yeah, it's because it just because it just like we all had to kind of like like the last game, like we all came like together, like okay, toward like from the beginning to the end. We all it's probably the best game we played all season. Even though I didn't, have, I wasn't productive on offense. It's probably right. the best game offensively that we played all season. Okay. And my quarterback was really efficient. You know what I'm saying? He kind of right. showed, like, you know, he showed he was that dude. You know, because one thing, it's one thing for a guy to transfer into your school and they, like, be thinking you that dude. You know, and you, beginning of the season, you haven't really been, you know, mm-hmm. you know, performing like, you know, but then that game was kind of like, okay, you know. Because mm-hmm. Roswell that year, they had, you know, Trey Lamar. He played at Clemson. Yeah. They had Xavier McKinney. He played for the Giants. Yeah. They had um, – who is this, this dude named Quintarius Neely? He he went up going to like Tennessee State, but he he stopped playing football. But man, they had like a lot of dudes. They had Malik Damn. Willis. He played quarterback and wide receiver. He played for Liberty right now. He can ready to go to Ohio State. No, transfer to Ohio State, brother. They had that, that team. That team is just like you know. Damn. Okay. Yeah, we win that game. It's pretty much like oh, we we good. We good. No playoffs or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We 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 good. Low key, you know. So, but yeah, man. But that was probably um probably like the. The most probably the best win I ever experienced. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Because I did, I did was more productive on defense anyway. But the best game that you know, okay, because okay. the after after the game was just like, oh, this is you know, you beat Roswell, and it's pretty much like you know, yeah, it's up for the whole week. You know what I'm saying? Loki, the whole week it's just lit. You know what I'm saying? Now for but, for the last one, everybody loves an underdog. Everybody loves to see a great story of a team that was down. Like twenty-one zip or whatever, yep. fourteen zip or whatever, and they come back and won the whole game. What was that game for you? It was we played Etowah. Okay. Oh, Etowah. Yeah, Etowah. You heard? You heard of them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Etowah, baby. They like low key, like just did. They be they full of beasts, bro. Yeah, exactly, so exactly. Like, like I was telling them, you got to mentally and physically prepare for that game. Like the week oh, wow. before, like even before that, we get in to play. We get to play. We play like. Pope, and then we play like Etowah, you know what I'm saying? So Pope, we just low key like just kicking it. But we trying to prepare because we got to play Etowah next week. So we got to be okay. some people, some dude not practicing this day and this day, just the ice bath and stuff like that. Oh, damn. We to prepare for that game because, you know, it's kind of like, the, you know, my coach, because my coach we had then, he was their coach like a year or two before. Okay. They fired him. So he comes oh, to, so basically he came to our school and basically playing them. You know what I'm saying? We win. It's win-win for you know for them, for for us, and for him. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's yeah. just like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like that type of situation. So it's just like um that game. So you want me to explain it? Like how we going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. You yeah, I want you to explain. I want you to explain okay. it. Okay, I don't want I know it's taking up like a hell of time though, right? Man, look, I have these shows, <laughs> these show these shows going for a long time, man. We're we're gonna get to the movie eventually, but right now I'm trying to get to know you better and then like let the audience know. How it's like from a collegiate athlete and their experiences. So go ahead, bro. Trust me, we are all good. Gotcha, you, gotcha, gotcha, you ain't gotta worry about it. You're all nah, good. Man, am I talking? I'm about to talk too much. No, we like it. We like it. We like it. <laughs> okay, I got you, bro. But at the Edward, basically, Edward was probably the, it's one of the game we a game we was down and we came back, but it was like basically it was like a head to head, like they run the ball a lot. Okay. We run the ball a lot. Okay. They got, you know, strong. Everybody on their team is strong. Kicker is strong. Everybody just strong. Damn, For even no kicker? Reason. Yes, bro. They all just strong, Shit. bro. But, like, they was all just strong, bro. It just, like, yeah. 
it just like it was like just like that Walton game, but it just like Edward just like they were just like different team. I can't really explain. It's just a different type of team to okay. play. Like when they hit you, you gonna feel that thing. every time. Damn. Like you come off the side, kind of. Like, dang, bro. I played you for know? like I played or well, my play my senior year at Cass High School, and that team kind of sounds like Rome because Rome. Played, I heard of Rome, bro. Rome, Rome, Rome hit you in the mouth. Even true. Even even their turf hits you hard. So it's like <laughs> I remember doing going out there for one moment, and I tripped. And then like I, I my ass hit tough and I was like, God dang this shit hurt. Yeah, so bro. you just know this shit going you just know these motherfuckers out here going yeah, so you got like, to, fuck you, got you up. Eventually prepare for that game. Yeah, bro. yeah. So but like we had so we came out, but I already knew like I was low key. You know how you had the pregame, like you low key like a little nervous, but you yeah. not come out like you know, well, I don't know because I was a third stringer, so I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know what you're so, talking about, but yeah. So using that line, like you know, the line right here would have been offense going through walkthroughs, and you was kind of like, kind of like. I was the one that was goofing off with other with other team with other third stringers because just like, why the fuck? Why y'all care about us for? You know. <laughs> I mean, and there was one time. There was one time. That I remember. I remember going to. I think this was going to the wrong game. No, it was going to um, Johns Creek. We were about to play Johns Creek. And, I'll throw, and I'll, that's a long ass drive, by the way. On the way up there, the, a fellow third stringer of mine, I won't say his name, a fellow third stringer of mine, he was sitting next to me watching porn on the bus, on the, on the bus, team bro. bus. And everybody's laughing. Crazy. And I'm trying to, I'm like, bro, why you got to sit next to me for doing all this shit? Had to look out the window and just kept looking out the window. People kept laughing. And I was laughing. And the coach turns around. He says his name and he says my name. Durant, y'all both come up here and sit right, right behind me right now. So we had to. The whole bus got quiet. People were smirking a little bit. And we sat down. And I sat next to him. I was looking at him. I'm like, bro, I can't believe this shit. And I looked at him. He's like, man, fuck that dude. And he pulled out his phone started watching porn again. And starts cracking up right behind the coach. And I started dying, bro. I'm like, this dude really gets no fuck. I mean, that's a life of third stringer right there, bro. We just don't give a fuck. Life of third stringers. That's crazy. But, yeah, man, that's that's just how it was with us. We were terrible. We went. They went 0-10, 0-12. Shout out to that 2012 Cash Colonel. Yeah. I got – I mean, Coach called me out because I quit. Because yeah. I, I didn't get no play time. I was like, man, I don't feel like doing this shit. I'm wasting my time. I'm not getting no play time, no nothing. So I'm like, man, fuck this. I'm out of here. Y'all good, y'all, good luck to y'all, man. Oh, they went 0-10, 0-12, something like that. Anyway, yeah. I remember one – this is the moment that I knew we were, that we weren't going to win no games. It was like – I think we were like our sixth, <laughs> our, our sixth game. Our sixth game, right? We get our asses handed to us, so we went to halftime. And you know, you know the speech that you're talking about, right? Coach didn't no speech. Coach put up a video. On he had a he had a big old computer screen, right? On the computer screen, he put up a video of an inspirational speech. And we all just sat there, and we, and we all. All <laughs> <laughs> you heard was nothing but. All you heard was nothing but people. All you heard all you heard was nothing but five to like ten sm- uh, teeth smashers. Just like all everybody smacking their teeth in there, and you're like, bro, like, you hear like, really, man, this dude just put up a video, an inspirational video of a guy talking, wow. and we all sat there for like the whole halftime, and then the video ends, and he's like, so, so yeah, so he said like, yeah, I forgot, the, I forgot the, I forgot the line. I just remember just sitting there, had my head down, like my face was red, and he said, he like the some coach said, so I'm like, what are we in the video, and then like the video ends, and coach. Gets in front of us, goes. So guys, what are we? And everybody's quiet. <laughs> and, and we're just like, bro. And he says, he says, 
Come on, guys, I can't hear you. What are we? And then we said, uh, what? <laughs> we're colonels. <laughs> what? And then we all got we all got high shit shut the fuck up. We're we're colonels, we're colonels. All right, let's go out that way. Yeah, yeah. And then we just lost the game. And I'm yeah, like, you know what? That's that's that I mean that's a certified L for a season. You just let me know you gave up. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm seeing Devin laugh over here. Yeah, I, I, I let me know that you guys just gave up on a whole season right there. You showed us this video, and the thing was. Early in the week, he showed us that video too. I, wow. And I'm like, bro, why are you showing us this video for? We should be out there practicing, not 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 watching this video. But he watched the video and that and and the early season. Then like halftime, he watched that video again. I'm just like, bro, like, what is this supposed to do for us? Like, this is not helping. So crazy. Yeah, but you know that's from an 0 and 10, 0 and 12 team or a playoff team like you guys were. So uh, yeah, go ahead, continue though. Yeah, y'all was y'all you were talking about how. They hit you hard, yeah. and it's going to be a battle, and you had to mentally prepare yourself yeah, bro. So for Etowah. Yeah, so Etowah was that that team that you really had to, like, okay, we play Etowah in two weeks, so we should start preparing now. Type team, you know Damn. what I'm saying? So Damn. We got, we got two playbooks. Super Bowl so we, game, yeah, pretty two, much. Yeah, bro, we got two. They give us a package. It was, like, this thick, you know, for, like, you know. Damn. Yeah, like, every game, like, my team was low-key. My coach was low-key, like, really into it. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have packets. We had a packet, so you got to look at it. And it's like, all the the plays we've been running for major and stuff like that, what they do, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So, basically, we had two. Like, before Edward, they give us Pope playbook. We we finna get a W. You know what I'm saying? So, we get the Pope, and then they give the Edward playbook. So, we really looking at this. You know, we finna play this team. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm like, okay, so Edward, you know. They had to do his name was Bronson Recksteiner, bro. Damn. His both his both his uncle and his dad were like professional wrestlers. Oh shit. Yeah, bro. So like it basically he played linebacker and fullback, bro, but like middle linebacker. Like, bro, he was like with that with that name, he definitely made it to the NFL with that name. He actually he actually did. He's like I a know. special teamer, bro. Yeah, but exactly. Like, you, there's there's some weird ass there's some people in the NFL with some weird ass names. So I, I guarantee you, I'm not surprised that he made it to the NFL. Yeah, boy, just he just a beast, bro. Like, okay. You know he might he might not like, you know. Strength wise, like in technique, it's like you know he just from wrestling. He just like oh, okay. you know, like if he get his hand on you, you're not going nowhere, bro. You okay. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so as soon as you get the ball, like you gotta figure out where he is and go the other way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so okay, I get the ball. Okay, so he, he gonna blitz this hole. So I'm gonna try to cut back it right this way. You know what I'm saying? Go yeah. This way. But bro, so basically we came out beginning of the game, right? So basically they warming up. So you know how we come out? The, we come out from you know down the thing and they have all the little smoke coming out. Oh, shit, like there. that, we huh? Come, we come through there, you know what I'm saying? Ah, yeah. We go to the sideline, right? So so basically, we go to kick, we go to uh, coin toss, coin toss, okay. right? I was a captain, my boy Tyler Watson was a captain, and then Jonas, and then it was our quarterback, baby. So okay. then uh, we had one out, and then we had, you know, coin toss, what, which way, you know what I'm saying, whatever. So we go back, so we choose to defer the second half. So basically, all that stuff happens, and then, um, so basically, so this is when the really, the really, like, it gets really intense, bro. You know, because that first little drive that you have, like, you go out and then, like, you're not warm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, you got, you got to get hit one time. Like, okay, let's go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you got to go in there. Well, I don't know what you're saying, but yeah. <laughs> yeah I get so you. I get, I get, you I get, I get, go I get an understanding, there. yeah. Yeah, so you got to go in there, you know, take a little take a little lick or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, then you be good, you know what I'm saying? So I knew. I knew that they were gonna give me the ball. Like even coach, like coach, you know how my coach, you, you're getting the ball, so you better not fumble that damn ball, boy. So I get so, <laughs> so I come out there, so I come out, and I'm like, damn, right, you know, you know, 
they they had to do they had you know really good this 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 game was the most important game to him the whole season. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because he came from that school. Right. Get the ball, he was not throwing that damn ball. Da, 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 you know what I'm saying? So we go out there, we were in a zone play. So basically the zone play to the right. So basically I came in, I'm like, <sighs> so play, okay, <laughs> here we go. You know what I'm saying? So I get the ball. I get the ball and I come around toward the edge. I bounce that jump, you know, unconsciously because I'm like, I'm no, I'm. He's coming through this hole, so I got to bounce it and run toward it. Run, I was trying to outrun them to to the corner, so I bounce the hole, bro. As soon as I bounce the hole, cause they just boom, no, they would just they just be running and just hitting, hitting, and coming through there. So basically, I get the ball, I bounce that jump, so I'm running to the side, bro. And I see from the corner of my eye, I don't see nobody turn around. I'm like, okay, so I can low key cut back in, cause my my receiver he had a DB. He had him kind of like blocked out this way. So I was going to cut inside him and run, try to score. Yeah. So I looked to my side and I don't see nobody. I cut back inside him. Bronson's coming right. He has an angle on me, bro. So I'm like, dang, he's coming. So I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm going to try to outrun him. You know what I'm saying? He, he's a big dude, but it's just like, the, he's indeceptively or deceptively like fast, bro. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like so I, tried, I, was, I was like should I cut back? Should I, I was thinking too much. I was I was like I'm, I'm like should I cut back? So I'm low key like kind of like you know kind of like this. Oh no, you stuttered. Yeah, I tried to cut back, but as soon as I cut back, he was already diving. Oh, so shit. like boom, like I got rocked. Boom, and like ooh, you're gonna just stand like ooh. <laughs> so I'm like ah. So I get so, <laughs> so, so I get up like oh, he's like okay, get my running back and my my coat up. You alright? Get your ass back up. Get it back in the game. Good job. Good job. Good job. No, so I run it back in the house. So I run it back. So I run it back to the thing. And Ross like, "Woo, let's go!" You know, he's a, he, he got hype. Crazy dude. Had a mullet. All that stuff, bro. He had a mullet. You know what I'm saying? So he was a crazy dude, bro. This dude was low key, you know, crazy, bro. Yeah. So we run, run back to the huddle and everything. So you know, we get ready to run the other time. I hope I don't get the ball again. So like, so basically, <laughs> basically, so basically, the whole drive it was kind of like we was, you know, you know, we pick up two yards, right. you know, four yards, okay, five yards, three and out. You know what I'm saying? Three and before, out. Before that, before that, we go three and out. You know, four yards, five yards, three and out. They get the ball. Same thing for them. Okay. But thing is about them, bro, is that bro, they have the, a tough offense too. Like they okay. just. Like this type of team, they'll run the ball. Like they know we know they run the ball and they're gonna run the ball. I, I formation. They don't give a fuck. Yes, bro. I okay. formation 2016. You know, we don't we, everybody run the spread, bro. You now since that's how you know they do, they do whatever they want to do. Yeah. And they run straight downhill. Boom. Boom. Straight downhill. So basically just run downhill. Boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? It just it's, it's just basically the same outcome for both teams. So it got to halftime. It was three to nothing. Okay. Yeah, so it was like a Really close. We're really close. Bro. Right, so we right. came in, you know what I'm saying? We got to score. We got to score some damn points. No, no, no. So basically, my coach comes in. He comes in. You know, he's an old guy. He walks like this, bro. So he comes in. <laughs> so, so he comes in. He comes inside. He comes inside. He comes in like this, bro. And he comes in. And he sits down. And he's just looking at the ground. Real quick. I'm sitting right here. I'm in this locker. I'm like, I, I don't want to say nothing. I know he's mad. You know, he's yeah. mad. You don't want to say nothing. You know, we can't laugh. None of that. Don't, don't laugh. I would, don't laugh, bro. Don't laugh when he's sitting next to you, bro. Yeah. So basically, he's sitting down. Our, our offensive coordinator comes in, and Coach Basili. Like Basili, you need to get your shit together. You can't, you can't score a damn point the whole game. Blah, blah, blah. So basically, Coach Basili, I'm doing all I can. With so they get up. They getting ready. To, they getting ready. They have to push them back. Oh, I would have been yeah, dying. I can't, I can't help yeah. it. We some clowns at cast, boy. <laughs> Even at halftime, when the coach gives a speech, trying yeah, to yell at us. 
we'd be in a lot we'd be in our lockers covered in because like the way our lockers is like like we or my group specifically like we had lockers that was like that was like hot that would hide from the coach and the coach couldn't see us unless he walked back there to see yeah, it to bro. see our face Dang. so we would just be dying i was just sitting there like damn the whole time because he was mad like he okay. my offensive coordinator was getting into it because we couldn't score no points the whole game and he yeah. did low-key call some cheese play calls okay like, bro, why you do that you know what i'm saying but like they would get into it oh i'm getting into it bro so right oh halftime we had to go just like running backs over here you know linebackers over here over here over here so we'd be over in the corner you know they basically you know right now play with everything what we finna do yeah second half so he went back out bro and he kicked the ball off while we was, we got we got we deferred the second half so we got the ball Okay. So basically, a kick return. So basically, he kicked, he kicked it. AJ got it. He did what he did. And I picked up like 20 yards or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So All right. we come out. We come out of the game and everything. So I'm sitting down. Go over and get some water. Sit down. I'm like, okay. So here we go. So, so I get back, get back up again. Right? You know what I'm saying? The guys over there the sideline. If we run out on the field, you no, know, with offense. Basically, we run out on the field on offense. He's like, Stanley, stay back. Ralph, get in here. I'm like, Ralph. I'm like, wait, what? Why am I getting in the game? <laughs> why, 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 why are you putting me back in the game, bro? Put a dude named Ralph. It was this dude, bro, like, he was a defensive lineman, bro. Oh, like, no. I don't know, like, it's my dog. But like, I was like, bro, why is he back here playing running back? But, like, he had feet. You know what I'm saying? He just, like, they put him in, and he just kind of, like, you know, kind of just, like, rolled, <laughs> rolled through there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Bro? I guess because, like, their team, their defense, like, Basically, we weren't doing too much. Okay. So they were three or nothing, bro, and they had three. So we weren't doing too much of anything the whole first half, bro. Okay. But we came out, they put Ralph in. Basically, he gets the ball. He's supposed to go straight downhill, but he just, you know, he's trying to dance a little bit. I'm like, bro, Uh-oh. what are you doing? So he get in, boom, he get cracked. Get back, get back <laughs> up again, get in the game. Huh, we get the ball the other way. Boom, he get a crack again, bro. It's third down now. Damn. Third down now. So I go back. I'm sitting on the sideline like, man, when am I going to get back in the game? And I'm looking at my coach. Okay? He's like, stay next. You know, the coach like, stand, stay next to me. Stay by me. He's walking all up and down the sideline. He's got to say right there on his shoulder the whole time, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting there like, bro, when he going to put me back in the game? When he going to put me back in the game? You know what I'm saying? Third down come. He's still going to put me back in. Ralph's feeling there. So basically what they do is that we ran. We Basically, we did run this play. We put, we moved Ralph, like, to the back. It's kind of like a pistol. We bring we have an H back, so we put an H back like kind of fullback, whatever. Okay. So basically, what he did was David come back, they ground the ball and come over the top and throw a fly fat fly route. It's pretty much like a go route, just just throw it up. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, right. I don't know what we finna do, bro. You know what I'm saying? So what he do if he faces him, goes back, throws it up to my boy Malik. It's like thirty yards or whatever. He catches it, but like. They said they said this play was out, but I swore it was in because I was like right there looking at the thing. You know what I'm saying? I was right there. So he threw it. He caught it. It was a good catch, bro. But like they called it out. So oh, like, damn, bro. So fourth down, we had to punt. So we they get the ball back. They go down, kick another field goal. We hold them on defense. We we doing good on defense because we held them to three points both times. So they got right. six. So it's six to nothing now. Okay. So basically, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Right, fast fourth, forward, quarter, fast forward. fourth quarter, it was still six to nothing, bro. Okay. So basically, we come back out. We come back out. It was a really low scoring game and everything because we were just, they couldn't rethrow the ball. We couldn't rethrow the ball. That game, you know what I'm saying? So okay. the week, it was a defensive game. Yeah, it was basically defensive, bro. I, I was playing a little bit on defense. I was playing more offense, though. We were playing a little bit on defense, you know what okay. I'm saying? Stuff like that. So basically, we, get, we go come out fourth quarter. 
and then the whole it's probably the whole the same way till halfway through. Probably like it's like five minutes to go, mm-hmm. and then we drove down the field probably to like there forty. Okay, there forty. So basically, drove down to there forty. I came out. I was watered the whole time because it was bro, getting cracked, bro. You know, I, I was like, this is what I expected. Though. I expected it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I was getting hit, boom, boom, the whole game, bro. So basically. You were sore the next day. Yeah, man. I was, bro. I wasn't even walking for real, bro. I was just Damn. sitting there like, dang, bro. Like, <laughs> no, I was just sitting there the whole day, bro. But basically, he came out. We was on the 40. So basically, we had this play, right? So my quarterback, he hiked the ball. I run a wheel route. So it's just, it's kind of designed, like, you know, to pass to the running back. Bro. So I don't know if I'm talking as much. I'm trying to. Oh, no, you're good, man. I'm stop, trying to stop saying that. Stop saying yeah, that. I'm trying to explain. Shit. I'm trying to explain everything. So this is what we scored. Okay. But basically, basically, so basically, he fixed his own. So basically, I think like I'm getting the ball, and then like kind of like hit, kind of like chip the edge blocker, and okay, then run a wheel route. So basically, they they fake getting the ball. So Bronson and they bite real hard. They come, so they got to they got to run back in the flats as fast as they can. So basically, as soon as they did that, Bronson had went ahead and he kind of came through the hole where I was. He thought I was getting the ball. Mm-hmm. So but he has to revert and drop back into the middle. But it's, he's too slow. He he's not he's not he can't get back there fast enough. And their line, outside linebacker, he comes up and he kind of like thinks I'm getting the ball to the outside and gets blocked. Oh wow! So he has to turn around and chase me. And in the corner, he's already he's already on Malik. Malik takes the corner this way, toward toward the post. So I basically I had the, I had the wheel route to the side. So basically okay. all I did was run, and then he was right there. I thought like, I got him. So I ran I ran around, <laughs> throw the ball, caught that jump, touchdown right. So seven seven to six. So all we have to do is hold them off for like. Four minutes or was it three or four minutes, bro? Three or four minutes. Okay. Bro. So we kicked in the ball and everything. So they come all the way back up to the forty. I don't know how like we got contained. Just yeah. Pretty much our our, our kick it kick our team just folded low key. So they they folded. Damn. They almost folded. They gave up a whole touchdown. Okay. So they run all the way back to our forty, bro. So I'm like, oh, so I'm on the side. I go like everybody low key stressed out, bro. Seventy six close game. We got to win. You know what I'm saying? So basically, they just run the ball like, and they moving the ball. They move like five yards, six yards. I go in. They running my side. So I'm like, dang, getting blocked. <laughs> getting blocked, low key coming off. Got to get blocked. Take making tackles like this and all that. Stuff. So the whole time they moving the ball, bro. So they move all the way down. Where they were, where they on the four? I say forty. They're on the forty-five. They move all the way down, and then we we stopped them. Probably around the twenty, they were around the twenty. Okay, the twenty yard line. Bro. Yeah. So basically, we have to low key force a fumble because if, even if they don't score, they can kick a field goal and win the whole game. Okay. So this this is why I low key I low key gave up the whole thing, bro. <laughs> but low key, so we had to force a fumble, bro. I knew this. I was thinking like, man, we have to do something because even though they they can still kick a field goal right now. So basically, bro. They ran the ball like they usually do. They went straight downhill, bro. Straight down there. They're running back. Just a little short dude, real stocky. Like he, he reminded me of like a um Ray Rice. Low key, but like a little smaller, but okay. Legs like they did, bro. So he come down straight down. He bounces it. You know what I'm saying? I'm on contain, so I have to kind of come up field and force him back inside. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I come out, I'm on the blitz, but I'm coming up. On the edge, trying to force the play back this way. Cause the DRDN went on like a, a double move. We kind of go inside. You know, he goes inside and I come off his off the other butt and go this way. Okay. Like he tried to force the play. And then, so basically they tried to run, he tried to bounce. So he had to bounce back inside. So basically he comes back inside. My boy Jonas comes up. 
Swim move, comes back, grabs his leg, and then everybody's on top of him. But then he comes through. My boy Lucas, Lucas comes up and he hits him, and like he's trying to pull the ball out, right? He's trying to pull the ball out. So basically, he's pulling the ball, pulling the ball. He's holding, holding on to it, and he blows the whistle. So it's like, so we we in, we in a difficult situation again. So they go for it. Fourth down, they going for it, bro. So basically, what they did, they did like a bootleg. So they faked it again, again. The quarterback runs out. But this is where this is where it came in. So I come in and I'm chasing the play, right? So I'm right. doing the same thing, but this time I got chased. So I'm forcing the play. I'm like, oh, they, they're not running. So the court running back comes up, try to block me. Smack a swim move. I was like, get off me, bro. So I'm running. I'm chasing the quarterback. He's getting ready to throw it. As soon as he tries to let the, the ball go, I, I, I drop and I catch his legs like this. So basically, he, he fall like this. Oh, so shit. basically, the ball's up in the air. And basically, it's low-key like – it's like five, six people in the corner. Like, like it's like it's front of twenty. This is twenty. He's basically trying to throw like in the crowd, like low key. Okay. So we all of our dudes are back here anyway. So they throw it. Boy, coach tip, 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 out of bounds, bro. Damn. Yeah, boy. So he's got. We got to stop. So all we had to do was come out, kneel. You know, I'm saying spike, kneel, and then we just ran the play, ran the clock out, bro. So nice. we won that game, seven to six. That's a good one. Yeah, that's man. a real good one. Yeah, bro. So, all right. Yeah, man. That boy out of breath. Yeah, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to play. I'm, like, I'm getting into it, bro. That boy out of breath. I like it, though. I like yeah, it. I'm talking, bro. I'm trying to explain everything. I'm going to just scoot your seat back and you kind of scoot your seat out a little bit. Yeah. You, yeah, I like the energy, though. I like yeah, the energy bro. a lot. All right. Hella, hella memories, bro. Hella memories, bro. Last question I got to ask you. Why this movie? Why do you want to do this movie with me? Well, Gone in 60 Seconds, bro, it's, I feel like it's more like a, it's an iconic movie, bro. You know what I'm saying? Not just because of who's in it, but like just like the whole plot, cast, whatever, like the car, the you know, the sixty seven yeah. Shelby G T five hundred. Oh yeah. Like We're on that's on. an iconic, iconic car, just to me personally. Yeah. So I just watched the movie just to watch the car chase at the end. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah, because you're a big you're a big car person. Yeah, bro. I learned that crazy. recently. You like you love your car movies. Yep. yep okay. Yep. All right, without further ado, let's finally get into this. <laughs> I, hey, it's fine, though, man. I love it. I love it. I, I want people to come on my show. I want you to feel comfortable. I always want you to feel comfortable. I always want you to get lost in it, pretty much. So, Gone in 60 Seconds came out June 9th, 2000. The overview. Memphis Reigns, a retired car thief, is forced to come out of retirement after finding out his little brother's life is in danger for messing up a job that was too much for him to handle. Memphis now has three days to steal 50 cars or lose everything, including his life. I'm proud of that overview because I wrote that shit. Yeah, give me credit, motherfucker. I, sometimes I get it off of IMDb, but now I, got, now I wrote this one. Give me credit, people. All right, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, crowd. Thank you, audience. Thank you, audience. And can I get a clap from the audience? I, I said audience, man, not, not from you. You're not, you the guest, man. You <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, cast, we have Nicolas Cage as Memphis Reigns. Giovanni Ribisi, I think that's how you say his name, or Ribisi. One of those two. Kip. As Kip Reigns, yep. Angelina Jolie as Sway. TJ Cross as Mirror Man. He's a short black dude, comic relief guy. William Lee Scott as Toby. Uh, Scott Can as Tumblr, James Duvall as Fred, Will Patton as Atlee Jackson, Delroy Lindo as Detective Roland Castlebeck, Timothy Oliphant 
as Detective Drykoff, and that's how you say it, I don't know. She McBride as Donnie, Robert Duvall as Otto, Vinnie Jones as Sphinx, and Christopher Eccleston as Raymond Kalitri. The budget of this movie. You want to take a stab at it? Don't look at my screen. What was it? Yeah. I'm thinking uh three million. Three million five million. And maybe for like one of the cars, huh? <laughs> maybe for like two of the cars. <laughs> what, what was it? The budget for this movie was ninety million. <laughs> Dang, boy. Box office. Dang. Opening weekend, twenty five million. So really did good for for the opening weekend. One hundred and one million in the U.S. overall, worldwide, including the U.S. because we are part of the world. Two hundred and thirty-seven million dollars. Yikes! Safe to say this movie exceeded expectations in the box office. Blew out all this competition. I don't even care what was in the box office at this time. I should have looked it up, but I really don't care because whatever it was. Stanley going ahead and stiff arm that hoe. <laughs> um, but sadly, oddly, weirdly, it got bad reviews, man. Uh, a 35 on Metascore, which is like a red. This like, like ooh. blood red on Metascore. Well, who 20, bad 26% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> he put a gun out. <laughs> 26% on Rotten Tomatoes which I love right here, an audience score of 77%. I've covered a good bit of movies so far on this show. And I'm really not a big fan of Rotten Tomatoes. I've said that plenty of times on my show. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Rotten Tomatoes. But the audience score of Rotten Tomatoes, I fuck with. I heavily fuck with. It is, the audience score is great. You know, um, the audience score only disappointed me about Maybe less than five times. This all, audience score is always on point. I'm always with the audience score. Audience score realizes how good God in 60 Seconds is. 77%, not bad. I agree with it. So, um, yeah. I have some of the reviews. You ready for some of the reviews here? Oh, well, before I do that, I, just want, I was thinking to myself before, before I go dive into the reviews, I was thinking to myself, like, why do you get so many bad reviews? You know, um, this movie has some huge heavy hitters we have nicholas cage robert duvall angelina jolie will Patton, um a young uh what's the, what's that guy's name uh a young michael pena i don't know if you know him but he's a real good actor and he was and like this is like this is gold man i mean this is this is set to skyrocket and which it did but i could i could see how it was not really portrayed too well there are there is some corny stuff in this movie but, you know, you watch this movie, you got to let that shit go. This is like a movie just for pure entertainment. You think too much on this, you're going to look stupid. You're going to walk out, you're going to walk in frustrated and then walk out frustrated if you think about this movie too much. Like, just let it ride, man. I mean, this, you know, oh, no pun intended, but just be in there for the ride. You know, it's, it's going to be a good one. Um, but anyways, let's go ahead and just talk about these uh, reviews. So I had a couple of reviews here. <clears throat> Check your brain at the door. Enjoy with popcorn. I agree with that review. I, I, I say that. Yeah, you know, you don't want to think about too think about it too much. 
Um, in this film, we learned that it takes 8,000 pounds of pressure to crush a car, but only one credited screenwriter to pound out such a lame script. Ouch. Wow. It's loud, pointless, and tedious, and almost ru- ruins a classic crime flick. <laughs> he loaded up the gun. He loaded up the gun. Uh, oh, this one, this one right here. I for this one says this movie is for car lovers and lovers of truly bad films only. Damn, the story is unbelievable and phenomenally silly. Not a good combination. What I just say, man? You don't want to come in here thinking about this movie too damn much. You isn't here for a good time, man. All right. Who goes into the movie wanting to wanting to like really think hard about this shit? <laughs> like I, I go into a movie because I want to like escape reality. I don't want to be stuck in the same shit. Lame ass motherfuckers. All right. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. It's barely a movie at all. More like a thousand car commercials spliced together in, in an hour. Um, I think I got these last ones right. Okay, yeah, so I had to, I, I, I kind of hate to say this, but I kind of had to dig, dig deep to find these good reviews. <laughs> I, had to find, I had to dig deep to find good reviews. So um, here goes one. Uh, a really fun movie with a great story. <laughs> I'm sorry. A really fun movie with a great story. Awesome action scenes. Nicholas Te- Nicholas Cage doing a great job and Angela Jolie being a great addition as well. So that's a good, that's a pretty good review, right? Yeah, right. Man, he looking frustrated. He rubbing his head. Five bags, cars, cops, big time Oscar winners. Another misunderstood cage gem. They trash this movie because they don't see the popcorn connections. They see some B grade car chase flick. I see Howard Glass from Punisher and Johnny Blaze talking. I don't know what that meant, but I thought that was I thought that was a good one. I was like, you know, it's probably <laughs> well, Johnny Blaze is the dude from uh, Ghost Rider. Yeah, Ghost Rider, exactly. So, yeah, exactly. Good call. Uh, my personal review. I like it. I like it. Um, of course, like I said earlier, there's some corny stuff in the movie, but you know, I get past that. Um, first of all, I do got to say, like one of the corny things that 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 had, that had me scratching my head was um, Nicolas Cage going up against Masterpiece. Uh, Masterpiece, uh, car robbing crew, whatever. True. I was like, A, why the fuck is Master P in this movie? <laughs> B, what does this have to do with anything? Like, why are you guys running away from Master P? Why is Master P, Master P beefing with y'all? This makes no sense, no connection. Get rid of this shit. I don't know who wrote this, why you had to add this in here. It's already enough for this motherfucker to have to steal 60 cars, 50 cars, True. and deal with his brother's life. Now you got Master P chasing his ass. Make him say, uh, oh, nah, nah, nah. It don't make no sense. Um, Timothy Oliphant, too, the, is a, the white detective that was with the black guy. Yep, yep. Um, he was annoying as hell. I was like, bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it was a little key wig, you know, He was. I'm like, bro, every, literally every line he said that came out of his mouth was just corny, and it was like, it just made no sense. I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. He was probably like one of them weird-ass kids that wore the same shit school every single day. <laughs> And was like listening to ICP or something. I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah. No offense to y'all though. If y'all did that, you know, I ain't talking about y'all. I'm just talking about the character. You know what I'm saying? All right. Um. Yeah. 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 ICP. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with ICP? Nothing wrong with ICP. Yeah, I mess with that. Yeah, it's saying clown policy. Yeah, yeah. I like that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm listening. I'm about. 
I'm listening to them right now. Yeah, it's my new theme song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing that I found was corny or like way too unbelievable is obviously the way they steal 50 cars in the night. Yes. You're going to get busted at least after like the fifth car or something. Immaculate cap. Yeah, especially in especially in LA, you know, you <laughs> like nobody sleeps at night. I I I, I highly doubt that. I, I have a pretty good feeling I have a great nightlife. So, True. um, but yeah, um, I, I still like ignore all that. You know, to me, it's very entertaining. Um, I love the great uh, car chase scene at the end. Yeah. That was awesome. To me, it's pretty epic. Overall, I like I like everything about I like it everything I like everything about it. So I give it a six out of ten Eleanor's. That's my personal review. Okay. You got a personal review you want to share right quick? Uh, well, overall, I think it's low key some parts in the plot where I was kind of like, bro. I mean, the Master P thing, I was like, oh yeah, the Master P, oh. <laughs> but like you know, the part he played, and I was like, bro, you know, like, what, this is low key. What is it like a spinoff part or something like that? It made no sense. It made no sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it just didn't make no sense how he was in the plot. Like, you know, the, even the stuff he said and everything. I was like, you know, that random fight. Like, the random oh, yeah. fight when he was beating up hey. in the cage and stuff. And then the other dude come and part, like, blow up their cars and all that. Part of that 90 mil was, was, was came from Master P. Master P was like, look, I'll give you about, I'll give you about mm, 10 mil. But I, I got to have a part in this movie. You got to write me in somewhere. He knew somebody that was working on this project. That's, hey. that's like no other reason why he would be in this movie. Like, why the hell is Master P in a movie for right Big now? Big ups to that boy, though, man. Yeah, big ups. He, he an entrepreneur. I fuck with him, but... Hey. I don't fuck with him in this movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's it for your review? Uh, My well, fault. Yeah, I, I think uh, you, you good, you good, you good, bro. Um, yeah, I just like the overall, like, I'm a big Nicolas Cage fan anyway, bro. You know, oh, okay. So from just most of the movies he plays in, it's just low-key five anyway, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, like, the part, he's in a car movie, you know what I'm saying? I'm, like, I'm going to watch the whole thing. Yeah. You feel me? And then the, the guy that plays Adler, he, he's pretty okay. dope. He's a dude. He's a pretty dope. Um, yeah, I like him. Actor and stuff. Yeah, like he is. That. And, um, well, packed. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just liked the, the whole, you know, pretty much the car scene is probably the biggest part you want to see. You know what I'm okay. saying? But like, you just watch all the the, the small, you know, storylines that what builds up to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just so you can understand the movie, you know, it don't make no sense. Yeah. Let you me know, just so you can watch that at the end, bro. So. I, I do want to say for all people that don't know Will Patton um, and our big football heads, Will Patton was uh, also a, he was the assistant coach in uh, Remember the Titans. Yeah, bro. So, yeah. I like him. That's a pretty good rule. Right. All right. Well, moving on, we got the uh, we got awards. So it has nine wins and six nominations. I'm going to talk about the wins and one of my favorite, quote unquote, favorite uh, award shows in here, and it keeps popping up. I hate this damn award show. I mean, I love this damn award show. I don't know what I do without it. I love it so much. But we're going to say that on, we're going to say the best for last. Um, Angela, Angelina Jolie, she won for favorite actress in the action category at the 2001 Blockbuster Entertainment Awards, beating Vanessa Williams for Shaft and Robin Tunney for Vertical Limit. Wow. I like, I like Shaft. Have you seen Shaft? This is yeah. a Samuel Jackson movie. Shaft is definitely That shit tough. No um, oh, you said you were a Nicolas Cage fan. I wanted to ask you, I, I like The Rock. Ever seen The Rock? Yeah, yeah, I see. I see. He's in the rock. I've the rock, it. tough, ain't it? I don't see yellow. I believe. I believe. Yeah, I, I fuck with the rock. The rock's a really good one. I got to put that on that one soon because I know he hasn't seen that one. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. He's funny in Ghost Rider. I can't cap. I'm, I'm, I laugh my ass off every time I see him in Ghost Rider. True. true. But um, yes. Moving on. At the 2001 Golden Trailer Awards, 
it tied. This is the first ever tie we have on the show. It tied with Vertical Limit for Best Action Movie, beating Charlie's Angels and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Now, I never heard of Vertical Limit, or maybe I have, and I just got to see a little bit of clips, like, oh, yeah, I remember that movie. Maybe one of those types of deals, but I just never heard of it for now. I do like Charlie's Angels, and I do like Crushing Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but in all fairness, I, I, I feel like Gone in 60 Seconds was a better action movie. I, over A better overall movie, I got to say, it has to go to Crushing Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I mean, that shit won like some huge awards. And behind that would be Charlie's Angels, because I fuck with Charlie's Angels. But overall, I mean, for, for action-wise, for entertainment-wise, I like Gone in 60 Seconds more. I want to be that dude in Charlie's Angels when they call the girls. Oh yeah, boss, hey, boss, boss, knee or something. I can't remember his name. Yeah, boss, boy. it was boss something. But they hit him up on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what you're talking about. What's up? What's hey, Lu- on? Lucy Lou was my favorite one though. Lucy Lou was bad. She yeah. still is bad. Lucy Lou. Age ain't nothing but a number. So please hit me up sometime. <laughs> I, I got you. I'll take care of you. I wouldn't do you no wrong. Um, finally. My favorite movie awards at the 2000 Stinkers Bad Movie Awards. Gone in 60 Seconds won for most intrusive musical score, meaning like horrible movies, horrible musical score. Um, beating Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2, Dungeons and Dragons, The Kid, and The Perfect Storm. See, I don't know why it, what's, what's the deal with them, man. Gotta nominate some of these movies. Like, The Perfect Storm is a really good movie. Fuck them for that. I had to actually pull up some of these awards because I got I, I want to see y'all's reaction to this. So they said, uh, let me see if I can find it right quick. Uh boom, 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 boom. Oh, this category right here really got really got on my nerves. The remake or sequel that nobody was clamoring for. Next Friday was in this. Next Friday? We didn't ask for no next Friday, bitch. We want next Friday. We 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 worship the franchise. We worship the franchise. All of them are good. All of them are funny. So I was like, y'all don't respect next Friday now. I'm like, all right, fine. Y'all gotta respect next Friday. That shit killing me. Um, worst actor category. They had John Travolta in here. Adam Sandler, Sylvester Stallone. Adam Sandler. Yeah, I'm like, God, dog, boy, what's up? Deal. Good boy beast, man. Yeah. Um, it was fourth role and little Nicky. And I fuck with little Nicky. I think little Nicky funny as hell. So fuck them boys. Um, what's another one that had me on here that that had me uh scratching my head? They had Unbreakable on here, which was which is a prequel to uh what's that one movie that came out, Devin, you know it. Uh Split. There we go, Split. It was a prequel to Split. Or yeah, it was prequel to Split. So I was just thrown off, man. Um, they had Charlie's Angels in here for for worst resurrection of the TV show, and I'm like, Charlie's Angels is good as fuck. I don't know what y'all, I don't know what the y'all tripping for, man. The movie, was the movie good as fuck, exactly. So I don't know why they gotta have to put that in here. I don't know. I I, I hate these damn award shows. They trash, man. They trash, and I just hope they don't exist no more. I hope I hope whoever invented that is broke as hell, broker than me. I hope they got I hope they ride on four four flat tires everywhere they go. I hope, I hope um, with I hope every time they order food, they find pubic hair in it. So, yeah, that's how much I hate these dudes. Um, but moving on, yeah, yeah, moving on to the next category, what makes it stand out? So, to me, the what makes it stand out is that in this movie, there are times 
in which Nicolas Cage goes over the top. And he like he does that a lot in his movies. I get that. I get that. But sometimes I just can't handle it. Sometimes I'm not in the mood for it. So, um, for example, there's like a scene which he remember the scene where he's at the Ferrari, I guess, car lot. Or trying to go to, to finesse the dude and yeah. telling him where the rest of the car yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. He poses as a rich guy. He's like, um, everybody in here has too much bloody money. I'm like, bro, <laughs> chill the fuck out. Well, I don't know what's going on with you. Ferrari, yeah. Starbucks. Yeah, that one. <laughs> he's like, he said, he says, champagne will be pumped from the heavens. I'm like, bro, relax. I don't know what the fuck going on, but that scene, I like that scene, but at the same time, it's like, you need to pull back a little bit. Um, yeah, that, there's like another scene that I had, but I forgot about it. That's my fault. And um, another thing that, made that, that for me that makes this movie stand out is the lighting and the colors in it. Like, I like the way how the director represents day by having so much so much bright colors in the in the shot and everything and at night he like deep darkens the tones of everything like he, like he, he didn't really have to do that because we understood what it was but still it helped it out a lot more helped it helped it make it stand out a lot more at least to me and um I, I believe that they were used really really well and you know of course the the most important thing that stands that makes it stand out is the cars in this movie and um we will definitely dive into the cars uh, a little bit, a little bit later. But Stanley, do you have anything in this movie that that makes that like makes it stand out to you? That always keeps you that that you won't ever forget about this movie. Like some some things in this movie. Uh, think that makes it really stand out. I think um, outside of the car and everything, I think it's just the um, the fact that they have so many like heavy hitter like actors in one movie. You know what I'm saying? I feel okay. like just yeah. had, like, that's just the actual self. And on top of that, like, other than that Master P part, like, you know, the story, the story, <laughs> the story, the storyline, I guess the storyline just makes it, you know, because a lot of movies, like, when you see from that movie and then it goes on toward, like, more recent movies, the storyline isn't deep. It's just, like, he goes from this part and then this. Okay. And okay, now we're here. Yeah. But, like, it gives you the whole back story, all the different stuff, all the way up to the climax of the movie. I do like yeah. the way, I do like the way how, like, they, they're, they're able to, like, they they make a good plan because like you don't want to rob a car and in three days you'll get busted by like a second night. Okay. So like they, they're they're doing like their homework and they're studying and stuff. So I, I thought that was interesting. I don't know why people had a problem with it. I'm like okay, you know this this is interesting, but but yeah, okay. Anything else that makes it stand out to you or? Uh, yeah. I mean, other than that, I mean, um, yeah. I mean, I guess it's just the um, the 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 setting. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. LA. I mean, a lot of movies, a lot of movies are shot in LA. Yeah, anyway, yeah. like you know the Bay Area or whatever. Oh yeah, but, like you know just um, it's like the car chase part. You know what I'm saying? What makes it? They are out. good. Yeah, man. So they like pretty good. much all those are pretty, you know, pretty iconic. You know, when it comes to you know car movies and stuff like that. You know, so first time watching this, uh, my first time watching it was actually from my stepdad's DVD collection. Um, my mom and stepdad were dating at the time. And sometimes she would drop me off at his place so he could watch over me and I would just sit and watch his movies. Well, I didn't really need a babysitter, but, you know, my mom, you know, she's just like, well, let me just take advantage of this right now. So she just dropped me off. Um, he had like, I swear he had like at least mm, 15 or 20 DVDs. So he ain't, he ain't really had a lot in my opinion. I got I got like over 100 in my collection. And I, and I take pride in that. But, um, yeah. One of the movies that stood out to me in his collection was, was was that movie specifically, and I would just watch it and then just fell in love with it ever since. So every time I went over to his place, I just popped that in. And then they got married, 
and then I had the movie, and then I lost it. And I was like so upset that I lost the DVD. I don't know what happened to it. I think we lost it when he was moving. Like he was packing all the stuff. I'm like, bro, what? We're, we're gone in 60 seconds, at man. He's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, bro, because he never put he never put his DVDs or CDs in, in, back in the cases. He was just like a, like a madman, just leave it out in the open and then let the, let the DVDs get scratched up. I get nightmares about that. I can't do that. But but yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's my first time watching it. Do you remember your first time watching this movie? Uh, yeah, man. I remember I was like seven, maybe six. Oh wow, okay, you know seven. And then uh, we had like you know you got the antenna TV. Okay, Peachtree TV is coming Peace on. Peachtree TV, and yeah, yeah. Sixty seconds pops up, you know, and it has Nicholas Cage like Peachtree like TV. Yeah, yeah, bro. I know that one. Oh, it's the you know Peachtree TV. I was watching it, and I was like, dang, it's just. And I was like, when it come on again? Back then, I had no phone like that. Oh, yeah. It's like you had to wait. You had to wait. Yeah, yeah, you had to wait. Yeah, I know. You realize, like, we had an antenna TV, like, when years go by, two years go by, you know, like, okay, Gonshay Sega comes on around this time of the year. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So this time of the year, it's probably going to come out. You know, it's going to come on TV this time. You know what I'm saying? It's so, funny because you say that, right? And I remember when I lost the DVD, that would happen. Like, TNT would make a big, huge deal. Be like, yeah. Gone in 60 seconds coming this Friday and it'd be a Monday. Yeah. And be like, bro. they're building at Friday at 8 p.m. I'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So Monday, going to school, I'm like, oh, man, I had a shitty ass day, but I know when I, I know this Friday at 8 p.m., Gone 60 seconds come on. Bad, so I'm about bro. to be lit, yeah, man. We played at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we played at 2 o'clock. I'd be up. I'd be like, you know what? I might as well. I'll wake up randomly, be like, this movie on again. I'm going to go to stay up and watch the movie. Yeah, go back to sleep. Down here in the living room, turn the TV. If I turn the volume down real quick, I'll be sitting real close to the TV so I can listen to it. Because <laughs> I got to be in bed, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I got to watch it again. got to watch it again. It's like, yeah. like 2 o'clock in the morning, bro, going downstairs like this, kind of downstairs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. All that stuff, bro. Man, Facts. so reading, reading the reviews and everything, I, I have a love for it. I, I can tell. I, I know you have a love for it before, before you even started this episode. True. Before we even set, set up set up to do this episode, I could tell you had a love for it. Let me ask you a question: Why do you think people don't like Gone Sixty Seconds for? It obviously smashed in the box office. Um, There's a quick little fact. I don't have this in my test from the script, but a quick little fact: When this movie came out, the the car Eleanor, yeah. it skyrocketed. People yes. people wanted that car like crazy. Yeah, because before that, yeah. it was it was a collector's. Car, yeah. but like it low key flew up in value. Like, yeah, it, from like it went up in value. So two million people love this movie. People love this car. So why do you think people don't like this movie? Why I do you think, think people are so hard on this movie? I think, bro, like it overcritical and closed minded. Okay, like even though the plot, like, oh, there's no way you can steal fifty cars in four days. You know what I'm saying? Well, no saying? shit. Yeah, bro, it's a movie. You know yeah, what I'm exactly. Saying? Like, you watch it, just like you said earlier. You want to escape from reality. You know? What I'm yeah. Saying? You want to get into the movie, and if you're too overcritical on it, like, of course it's not gonna be any. Most, the majority of the movies are not real. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, stuff don't be going. It's not real anyway. You know? So you yeah. Can't, oh, this, I couldn't. It couldn't happen. You know? It couldn't happen in <laughs> four days. You know what I'm saying? All this different stuff. You gotta like. You know, be okay. open-minded. You know what I'm saying? Those yeah. are people who just like overcritical or whatever of the movie, hmm. and they're yeah. not really into you know. Another movie that I love so much that that I will cover on the show that is like completely unreal is Happy Gilmore. When he when Adam Sandler, that's my favorite. That's my favorite Adam Sandler movie. Oh, for real. Ha- Happy Gilmore. I, I die. I I can you can put it on. I seen that movie at least twenty times. You can put it on right now, and I would act like I never seen it before, and I would like laugh the same exact parts that I, that I always laugh at. 
always call it out. And I just love that movie. I love that movie. And it's so unbelievable because he's a hockey player out here playing playing golf. And uh, he's, he's not even wearing a proper golf attire to go out there and play. Um, he's doing so much bullshit on the, on, on, like, on the course. It's just like, bro, like, this movie is so unbelievable, but yet so funny and so loved. True. So I don't know, man. It's part of the reason why I do this show is just, just like explain my love for it. And then if I don't like a movie, I'm going to try to find a way to, to like it. If not, I'm just going to go ahead and bash back the hell out of it. <laughs> but yeah, this is one of the few movies where it's like, where it's bad, it, where, where it's so bad, it's good. True. Okay. So um, that was a great story, though, about what, first time watching it. Yeah. I mean, who, I, I, I exactly remember Peachy TV. I love Peachy TV. Yeah. Shout out to Peachy TV. Yeah, had the Family Guy on there. Had everything on there, man. Yeah. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. Yeah. So we're moving on to the next category. We have Tales from the Script. So the first uh, tale I have, fact movie. It used to be called Movie Facts, but I switched it around to Tales from the Script. Um, the first one I have. Oh, you said Tales. From the script it's like i got the idea from i, I got it from like I'm a, I'm a 90s kid straight up so it's like a show back in the 90s called tales from, tales from the crypt and it was like a it's kind of like um i guess ever heard of twilight zone uh i heard it i don't think i watched it uh, i'm trying to think of a show okay you've heard of black mirror right yeah. the show, show on netflix i think I've, I've seen i've seen it on there yeah. but i didn't watch it well it's basically so. tales from the crypt is like basically like telling scary stories and stuff like that so I like that, and that's pretty much where I got it from. That's pretty much where I got my name from. Tell from the script. Tell from the script. Yeah. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. You see how I worked there? Yeah, yeah. A little, yeah. little bit, little bit creative. Yeah. A little bit, a little like tiny Kel. bit. Uh, <laughs> seven Eleanors, uh, seven Eleanor replicas were made for use in this movie. Five of them were totaled during stunt sequences. That's how Vito. Nicholas Cage, and Jerry Bruckheimer kept the remaining two. Cage regularly takes it out for his joy rides while Bruckheimer is afraid of driving his. <laughs> so, I mean, that could be true. Maybe not true. That's why it's called Tail. Um, if I had an Eleanor, I would definitely take care of that bad boy and I'd probably drive it every Sunday to the, to the wife. Wife and kids out to the Sunday church, you know, and then afterwards go to KFC. No, okay, I don't fuck with KFC, sure. but I remember taking to like a Waffle House song and go back to the house and then like, you know, drive it. Definitely so. drive mine, man. I mean, even though it's a classic. I, I'm I, not driving mine through Atlanta, though. Fuck that. Oh, no, Atlanta go fuck your <laughs> shit up. If you can, let me tell you something. If you can drive, I don't care about New York traffic. I don't care about LA traffic. I don't care about none of that. If you can drive in Atlanta traffic, you can drive anywhere. Power and I mean that. True, true. Atlanta traffic. Let me tell you something. I don't know. I don't know, but like we got a lot of uh, people of color down here, and I don't mean to be direct, but I ain't gonna say too much. But just like a certain type of people out there want to be assholes and cut you off right quick, and then like honk their horns real loud. I'm just like, oh, okay. But yeah, we got we got different type of char- uh, characters in Atlanta to be driving. Um, Nicholas Cage, he did most of his own stunt driving for the film. Yeah, he actually went to just stunt school or driving school, stunt driving school, something like that. And he like so you were driving Eleanor, like and he was driving Eleanor, like, like like in the movie, bro. Like how he was this man was this man was dedicated to his role, to wow, his bro. and people bashed this month. So I don't get it. He was dedicated, but not too many people do that though. And no, a lot of people oh. do that. Yeah, exactly. We got once I think I'm off the top of my head, Tom Cruise would do that. Chris Evans. 
Okay, yeah, Chris Evans, Nick Nicholas Cage. Um, most important one out of, out of everybody is Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan will do his motherfucking stunts. He don't care. He'll he'll break his leg. I've seen him break his leg. Um, yeah. So Nicholas. Uh, so yeah, Nicholas Cage. Oh, I forgot to say Keanu Reeves too. Keanu Reeves was yeah, well, dedicated to his easy, craft. Bro. Yeah, he dedicated to his craft. Okay. Um. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger too. He he's, he 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 knows how to handle his guns. Um. The final chase scene was largely improvised. It was improvised, man. It was off script, y'all, and it was great. It was a great uh, chase scene, and, and like for 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 Nicholas Cage to improvise the shit that he was doing in the movie. Come on, man, you, you can't. Y'all ain't giving nobody no credit. Um, That's crazy, man. Other cast members that were I forgot to put this too, but Angelina Jolie, Delroy Lindo, Giovanni Ribisi, Ribisi, and Scott Can were also trained in stunt driving by. Bobby Orr, uh, but they didn't. But they weren't training as as hard as Nicholas Cage. But they still went to they still train to drive these cars and stuff. So, this Nicholas Cage went a little bit harder. After some disagreements with director Dominic Senna about the right about the rewriting, Scott Rosenberg left the project. Writers Jonathan Hensley and J.J. Abrams came in and did uncredited rewrite of the script. J.J. Abrams, the guy that made the new Star Wars movies, the last two, like the two new ones, The Force Awakens and and I think it's The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. And then he also made the, the Star Trek films. I mean, like, J.J. Abrams is, is incredible, an incredible writer. And he came in and he rewrote some of the script. And still, man, it just... Like I said, blows my mind. Um, so you gonna get part in there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no way! Get out of here! <laughs> I don't know who did that. You know what he did, bro? Now, it probably got, got fired. It probably got that left <laughs> it. He was like, it was probably Scott Rosenberg. He was like, man, y'all don't want to give Matthew Pierce credit, man. You, you don't think that was good? You don't think that was a good uh, writing scene? No. Shit, well, I'm gonna have to dip. Man. I'm, <laughs> I'm putting my two weeks notice in right now. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, cause he was like disagreements. We need to have Master P more in this movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> are you insane? He needs to be the villain. Uh, crazy, bro. The motorcycle that Sway uh, Angelina Jolie rides in the movie is a 1999 MV Augusta Siri Oro Gold Series. It's one of only 300 produced worldwide. So they had like a bunch of rare cars in this movie. True. Um, oh, and motorcycles, sorry. Delroy Lindo accidentally totaled the BMW he drives in the movie. Dang. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that's that's part of ninety million. It went up, skyrocketed. <laughs> they took it out of his check. <laughs> I said, "You okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, good. Cause you want to you want to cut your check by fifty yeah, percent now. Uh, you all right? Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Robert Duvall worked with a professional car detailer to prepare for his role, and Delroy Lindo spoke with police officers who specialized in auto thefts to prepare for his role. People were dedicated. People were dedicated to this movie, man. Y'all not going to bash gun on 60 seconds. Not while I'm still breathing, okay? Not while we're still breathing. First, you got to go through Stanley, though. He's kind of a tank, so go through him first and then come to me. Uh, Oh, I thought this was really interesting. In 2012, a group called the Gone in 60 Seconds game was arrested for stealing 39 cars in the UK. 
in like one day, I think. So they did that to him. Oh, man. <laughs> this was like, this was, I think, what, 12 years after the movie came out. Damn, so, I mean, bro. shit, I, I said with it, I, I said with it. Probably rather than them out. No, I'm kidding. Salute, salute, man. <laughs> salute to the UK. Yeah, salute to the UK, man. UK real tough over there. Yeah, bro. Georgia yeah. Smith, I don't know if you're listening, but uh, huge fan. Love your music. <laughs> you're very beautiful. Uh, yeah, moving on. My fault, my fault. Uh, four Eleanor Mustangs were used to film the finale jump scene. Two of them were totaled. And also with that fact, um, the final jump at the Vincent Thomas Bridge took an entire day to shoot. So, Dang, bro. yeah, I, mean, I would expect that though. You got to jump, jump twenty cars and then line. Yeah, that's a lot of that's like a lot of line of cars. Yeah, in there, like, and that jump was kind of unbelievable. But you know what? I don't care. Look, like, he read the book. He read the book. Check his Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long ass jump. That was a long ass jump, right. which was unbelievable. But you know what? It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> um, <what's> the... <laughs> oh, that was my last one. My fault. That's the last fact. Things I will change about this film. Get rid of Master Pete. Yeah, just get, just, just cut him out. Just cut him out. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see it. any reason for his character to be attached to this at all. Um, me personally, I would also alter the plot a little bit. And what I mean by that is I would have Memphis Reigns and Detective Castlebeck actually team up halfway through the film to take down Raymond Kalitri. Yeah. You know, I feel like I thought like that would possibly help it a little bit better. I like the way it is, but that, I feel like that would probably be a little bit better too. Um, they, they did at the end anyway. So it yeah. Like, it might well. Yeah. And to me, tone down some of the overreacting, overacting from Nicholas Cage, you know, like when he pulled up to the, when he pulled up with, with broken ass Eleanor, he was like, hey man, I just stole 50 cars in one night. I'm a little bit tired. I'm a little wired. And I think I deserve a little appreciation. I'm like, bro, chill the fuck out. <laughs> like, you, you're dead. You're dead. Get out of here. True, true. Um, also, I want to see the guy that Raymond Kalitri was working with uh, that was selling his cars to. Can I see a scene that involves the South American guy that is buying these cars from Ancalitri, you know? Yeah, that would, that would make sense. They're, these are 50 beautiful, expensive, exotic cars. Um, who the hell is he selling it to, man? I just want to know. Was it Pablo Escobar Jr.? <laughs> Tony Montana Jr. or something? I want to know. Like, let me know who the fuck buying these cars up. Um, so, anything you would change about this film? What I would change? Yeah, I mean, I agree. You know, we got to get... Master P up out of there. <laughs> I mentioned my boy, all the music, that boy cold, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, they get him Make up out say, of there. Make him say, oh, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, boy, that boy got to go. Yeah. But other than that, bro, I mean, I would do that. I would do the same thing, too. Like, I think because he made team up at the end, you know, he lets him go. Like, yeah, he does let him go. I, I, so, I, I like to see I team up a little bit early in the true, film. True. Mate, that's just me, though. Um, But, yeah, if that's reality, he doesn't let him go. True. He's like, thank you for saving my life. But you got to serve the sign, time sense. I'll probably let you serve instead of ten. I'll just serve five years. Yeah, bro. So, um, but yeah, that's just too unreal. And if he, if even if he does sneak out, that what if his partner sees him? Oh no, you said. Oh no, your guy said I can go. He comes out. Uh, I said you can go, but my partner doesn't say you can go. So you got to get arrested. So you know, it's like damn, I, I just said you. your life. Yeah, for real, like, get out of here. I don't want to look at you. <laughs> we got a suspect running down there. He's going out there right now. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Oh, I did want to ask you this question. Oh, before I continue, 
Have you seen Master Peanut in any of the movies? Any other movies? Yeah. I've seen him in like two or two other movies. I haven't seen a lot of the iconic movies that he has. Like I okay. forgot what the names of them are, but he was in um No, I got the hookup. I got the hookup. Uh, I got the hookup, yeah. Seen that. I seen um another movie he was in. And then he made like a, a second one, a spinoff with like wasn't it DC Young flying him in there? Oh, I don't know. And all this. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think he made like a spinoff, you know what I'm saying? But, I think uh, he was like in a movie with uh that the African guy that's on Instagram is funny African guy. Oh, Michael Blackson. Michael Blackson, yeah. right? He was in. He did like a like what that like Repo Man in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that movie. I that I seen that one, and I seen the. Uh, I don't know how I seen. It. I don't know how the fuck I seen this, but I was watching BET one time, and um, they had they had his own movie on there called Uncle P, and he was like he was Romeo Miller's uncle in this movie, <laughs> and like he was like loaded and stuff. I'm like, okay, he is loaded, but. I don't know what the fuck you made this movie for. Bro. I feel with Master P though. I'm, I'm, I sound like I'm bashing him, but I'm really not. I'm just bashing his movie career. Like you yeah. need to, he, invest money in something else, man. That boy is a genius, though. He is a genius. No I, I fuck with that. Um, oh, okay, we did that. Oh, I wanted to ask you this because it's like kind of a new category. I don't know, new segment. Where could you see yourself in this film? Uh, you want a police officer that's chasing. Memphis Reigns down? Are you part of Memphis, Memphis Reigns' uh, exotic crew? Are you Master P's crew? <laughs> <laughs> uh, where do you see yourself in this in this movie, bro? Uh, I think I would be in Memphis' crew, bro. You have to be in Memphis' yeah, crew? Yeah, bro. That, hey, that's tough, though. Even though I wouldn't do it in real life, I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I still would jug on camera, bro. You know yeah, I, I like to be part of Memphis' crew, too, man. I'd be like... But I'd be, like, I'd be like, bro, you ain't driving Eleanor though, bro. We want to scrap for that. I want, I want to drive Eleanor. I want to steal Eleanor. Um, yeah. Top five. So, obviously the cars. To name some of the cars, we have obviously the biggest one, Eleanor, the 1967 Chevy Mustang GT500. Uh, I put out some. I put out some of my favorite cars in this movie. Stacy, the 1967. Chevrolet Corvette, Corvette Stingray Big Block. Oh, that was cool. Denise, the 1998 Dodge Viper Coupe GTS. <laughs> that was cool. I love yeah, Dodge Vipers. Vipers fire, Dodge bro. Vipers are amazing. Oh, I love yeah. them. I used to, I used to like drive those all the time on uh, on my PlayStation Two on a uh, Gran Torino. Yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, yeah. I'll fuck with that game. Heavy. Viper Five, man. Yep. Okay. Um, a couple more I have here that are my favorite. Susan. 1956 Ford T-Bird. I like me the Ford T-Birds. And um, my last one I have is Gina, the 1990 Lamborghini Diablo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. There are 50 cars total on this list, and they are all beautiful, but those are just some of my favorites. Um, Number two on my top five, I have Mirror Man, played by TJ Cross. Um, Mirror Man was obviously the comic relief, relief comic relief of the crew. Um, yeah, funny, man. yeah he, to me, he was just hilarious. Um, when when well, Kip, you have to call prison and make reservations. Yeah, I'm gonna say that line. I'm gonna say that line. Um, when, when Kip when Kip introduces him to the rest of the crew, instead of shaking everybody's hand, he just blows kisses to imaginary crowd. He's like, "This is this is Mirror Man." He goes, <laughs> "Going to the crowd." I love that shit. Uh, I'm gonna start doing that shit, man. You know, from now on. Hey guys, I'm gonna meet Kevin. He's like, "Oh, what's up, Kev?" I'm going for a dab in. I'm just going. It's all imaginary. Kiss it to the crowd. I'd be like, "What the fuck is wrong with this loser?" <laughs> um, yeah. 
he's he's just like a, a little guy that just has some like some really funny lines. Obviously, Kip, that's not a tool. That's a damn brick, Kip. Kip, man, we're going to use you going we're going to use a brick. We might as well you uh call a prison and make reservations like you just said. <laughs> damn, it's cold up here. They keep these Ferraris refrigerated, and you know black people don't like cold weather. We're tropical people, man. When this is over, I'm going to smoke a joint, watch two hours of Roots, and I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> hey, you're ready to break in there like, yeah, this yeah. kitty lock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Sphinx, check it out. Homeboy got Snake on the license plate. Well, Snake going to have to slit his ass all the way down to the bus stop in the morning. <laughs> and and, then, and he says, then they get into the car, breaking break in and sit in the car. I got some low-riding music for you. It's better than that cracker shit you listen to. <laughs> and as I was playing that DMX, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. And then the snake starts crawling through his leg. Oh, snake, snake, get this thing off of me. So that was funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else do I have in here? Oh, speaking of that scene, yeah, that's my number. That's like part of my number three. Uh, the car fling scenes are pretty good. I like the scene and where they break into the car lot, the police car lot, and they steal like what five cars out of there, yeah, and he's yeah. and he's distract and and Mirror Man is distracting the damn guard that's watching the car. He's like, "Hey, wake up, man! I need you to get some." I, he like he like just like a uh, like a little pimp. Like he he just he just like a uh, Cat Williams in uh in Pride for Next. Yeah, he had a, he had a wig on and everything. He's like, "Hey, check this out." He pull a a doll. He's like, "She a brick?" Na na na. Ow, that's what the doll. That shit was hilarious. Uh, that's a pretty good scene. Um, the scene where they still that that Humvee, and mm. and it was him and Sphinx in the car going down that little the little, the, 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 the little tunnel thing. thing. That yeah, shit was hard. Um, five, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else did I have? Yeah, I have mainly, mainly those. The the car scene scenes are just great. Um, mm. them just running out, running, driving out of that warehouse was pretty awesome. So yeah. Number four, I have um another character that I liked a lot was Sphinx. Yeah, Sphinx was a big look. The blue Master P card. Yeah, he blew up Master P card. He he, he took. (laughs) He he didn't have but somebody. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 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 If y'all can see the movement Stanley's doing right now, has me dead. Um, yeah, Sphinx. He just, I have him like here. He's just like a mysterious, quiet guy. He's just like the dangerous muscle of the crew. Right. You know, no, nothing. he he shoot, he he just gonna go straight to, to to throwing hands with you, bro. He ain't gonna say nothing to you. Dude. Just on site, bro. He don't care. Boy, nigga, Kate taught him things. If you're yeah. if you're listening, pressure pressure. Yeah, he's Ooh. like, yeah, he's <laughs> like, oh, and then yeah, that's, when they introduce him, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good scene. Thank you for reminding me, because like he's like they 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 call his workplace, and he's working at a at a. At a morgue. At a morgue. At a morgue. And guys, like, the two guys are outside arguing. I don't want to get in there. You go get in there. I don't want to get in there. <laughs> he's like, all right, fine. And then one of them goes, hey, um, there's someone on the line for you. And he's eating a sandwich. And he puts a sandwich on the dead, on yeah. a dead body. <laughs> and it's the phone. He's like, Sphinx. And he's just in there smacking. If it's you, just put some number. Doop. <laughs> he don't say nothing. He only said, and I have it right here. I have it right here. He doesn't say anything at all. The whole movie until the end, in which he says, in his British accent, amazing British accent, um, if his unpleasant wounding has in some way enlightened the rest of you as to the grim finish beneath the glossy veneer of criminal life and inspire you to change your ways, then his injuries carry with an and carry with it an inherent nobility and a supreme glory. We should all be so fortunate 
you say poor Toby, I say poor us. And everybody's just quiet and just looking at each other. And then Nicholas Cage goes, hey, man, I thought you were from Long Beach. And <laughs> so that Dude, was that funny. I was looking like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the whole time saying that, he's just staring everybody down hard. Like, And then my last and final top five, um, the final chasing, you know, it's great. I love it. Um, it's like a good, good minute of the, of the movie. Um, Memphis is just outrunning these dudes while Eleanor keeps breaking down him, you know, because he, because he, because when we're first introduced to Eleanor, he's like, yeah, you want to know how much I'm gonna try to steal this car? Obviously, I'm par- I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, yeah, I try to steal this car so many times, and Eleanor just keeps some always keeps happening with Eleanor, whether she alerts somebody or something like that. True. So like he's he he's able to take Eleanor, and then like Eleanor breaks down. And he's like, come on, no, 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 don't start, start. No, don't start with me. Please start, please start. And um, he finally gets her to the docks all jacked up. She's like, bro, she's like, look like a damn crinkled up beer can. <laughs> and um, they pull him out of the car. And then, like, uh, Kalitri's crew, like, destroys uh, Eleanor. And he's walking past Eleanor. He's just like, oh, Eleanor. <laughs> and, he's, and then one of the guys says, what? He's like, nothing. Keep moving, and then pushes them out the way and stuff. So yeah, that's my top five. Um, what is uh, cars, Mirror Man, car stealing scenes, Sphinx, and the final chase scene. What's your top five, bro? Well, the ones I was naming was in my top five. <laughs> <laughs> in between what you were saying. Okay, okay. That's pretty good. We had similar top fives anyway. Okay. Mary Man was hilarious, bro. He really I is. I thought uh, Sphinx was, you know, all his parts was, you know, it was pretty dope. Even okay. some of them, like, were just, like, made no sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. didn't belong there, but I was, okay, I'll go with it. I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he goes in, you know, I don't know how they, like, you know, corner Nicholas Cage out of nowhere. And then. Spin comes out of nowhere, <laughs> blows on everybody's car, yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying, and beats up his whole crew, all the different stuff, bro. Yeah. Thought that was fine. And then, um, yeah, the car chasing was definitely okay. four. And so then, that's, that's about the same as me, huh? Yeah, about the same as that, you. That's fine with me. That's fine yeah. with me. Does it deserve a sequel? I think no. if they was going to do it, you should have been did it. Because it's, yeah. like, it's not burnout, but it's just like, it's in the classics category now. Like, yeah, it's in the don't, classic category. Don't mess with it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, at the time, I wouldn't mind a sequel, but, you know, having like a spinoff, well, like, if the movie recently came out right, how about like a year or two later after the sp- like they do a spinoff with Sphinx and Mirror Man? Kind of like the past... Kind of like Pastor Fierce where they had Hobson Shaw. Oh, Would you do that? I don't think I could. I don't think. I just don't think. I That'd could. be an odd combination. I like their scenes together. I like the mm-hmm. odd combination. But, um, you know, that's just an idea. Obviously, this movie doesn't need no, doesn't need it, nor does it deserve a sequel. It's, True. it's fine the way it is. I like the way it ends and everything. Um, they, to me, they basically stole everybody's money, and rightfully so. True. So let's just leave it at that. Finally, well, we're down to two more. I got. I always save my special segment for, for my guests. So we're up next is the Hollywood Shuffle. Um, for Memphis Reigns, I have Boyd Holbrook, and he's he was on the first season of Narcos. He was an agent there. Um, he was in the Predator. I like him a lot. I feel like he can be a good play a good Memphis Reigns. Um, Kip Reigns, I have 
Alden Ironreich, Iron I believe that's how you say his name. He's a new solo and, and hand solo of Star Wars film. Um, Genesis Rodriguez, I have her as Sway. Faison Love, I have him as Donnie. <laughs> as Mirror Man, I mean, I don't, I don't really know too many funny actors, so I went ahead and just put Haha Davis. I feel like Haha Davis could be a good uh, Mirror Man. I see. I, I, I agree. I think I kind of think that could work. I think that could work. Yeah. I, could, I have uh, Aiden Gallagher as Toby, and Aiden Gallagher. He's mainly known for his uh, for playing as number seven, I believe. Is his name in uh, the Umbrella Academy? I have Angus Cloud as Tumblr. Um, he plays in Euphoria. I have Dylan Manet as Fred. He plays in the 13 Reasons Why show. I have Woody Harrelson as Atlee Jackson. I feel like Woody Harrelson can do that part pretty damn well. For Detective Castlebeck, I have Terrence Howard. I see that. I can, yeah, I, I yeah. See that. I see that. Uh, I can for, see that playing that, bro. For Detective Drykoff, I have uh, James Franco, little brother, uh, Dave Franco. For Sphinx, I have Tom Hardy. That boy jacked up and he built, so he I and he just got to stay quiet the entire time. That'd be pretty cool. Uh for Otto, I have Bruce Willis. And for Raymond Calitri, I have Guy Pierce. Okay. Do you have anybody in your Hollywood shuffle that you would like that many people though? Like, you ain't gotta cover that many people like maybe like one or two actors. Hey, that boy came up with oh <laughs> come on, man. I gotta do this. I gotta do this for my show, boy. For the fans out there listening, I care about so much. I care about y'all. Okay, so Memphis Reigns. Who I you know what? Just get could play Memphis Reigns. If you if you can just give me, I'm gonna give you three. If you can give me a Memphis Reigns, Sway, and Raymond Kalitri, the main bad guy. I feel you. Okay. Give me those. Give me give me three actors from today, or if you want to, I'll go ahead and let you slide with an all time if you want. I feel you. Uh, Memphis Reigns. Who I think could play Memphis Reigns. Uh, I think uh, rest in peace. But I think Paul Walker would be like a dope Ooh. Yeah, Paul Walker would be that's okay. I, I, okay, rest and in peace. You said, you said Sway. Peace. Sway is his girlfriend in the movie, I guess. Angelina Jolie. Who could play Sway? Um, who could play Sway? Uh, I think I see faces. I don't know remember all the names, but like okay. I do. But um, I think that girl that plays in um, dang, I can't remember. Let me do some research. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let me look some stuff up, bro. I see faces. I can't remember her name, but I know my first one would be Paul Walker to definitely play Memphis Reigns. Okay, so Paul Walker. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Look through a big list of female actors. <laughs> Just to see, you know what I'm saying? I can remember the faces, though. Yeah. Oh, the, um, let me see. That girl, um, I think that girl that played 
the villain in um Fast Eight, that the blonde head girl, Ronda Rousey. No, the one not Ronda, not, not Rousey, <laughs> bro. This is Fast Eight, bro. Like the one. Oh, with, I haven't seen that the one. one with Vin Diesel turned on like the whole his oh, whole crew who okay. was like trying to take the nuke and all that stuff. Okay, and the girl he was working for, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that blonde girl. I ain't seen the movie, but yeah, we'll go ahead and say that. That girl, girl could be. I think she for those that way. For those that want, for those that watch and seen the movie, they know what he's talking about. They know what blonde girl you're talking about. Yeah, so, yeah you her, I don't know what her name is, but right, that so girl. blonde girl from Fast Eight. And I started watching that after like Fast Five after Paul Walker died. Yeah, you miss a lot. Dude. I did miss a lot, so. But um, and then Kalitri for like a bad guy. A bad guy. Like a real like antagonist. I would pick a. Travolta. Oh, John Travolta. Okay. I guess. I mean, that's good. No, no. I yeah. watched Punisher. He was in thing. Yeah, Punisher. he was a black, he was a black so, guy. Oh, he, he can there fit in that space right there. I mean, okay. Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Top five movie cars. Top five movie cars. Yeah, of oh, all time. Of all time. So my, I got my list. Right. I got my list already. The first three going to sound like basically the same type of model. So I have the nineteen seventy Dodge Charger from the Fast and the Furious. Vin Diesel's car. I have the 1969 Mustang, a.k.a. John Wick's car in John Wick. Okay. <laughs> number, five, bro. number three, Eleanor. Okay, 1967 Shelby Mustang. Number four, I have the 1985 Modena GT Spider California from, from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And number five, I have the 1981 DeLorean from Back to the Future. Those are my top five uh, movie cars. Respectful. You have a top five movie cars. Uh, so number one, I gotta go with the 1960, 1965 or sixty seven fastback from Bullet with Steve McQueen. Okay, number okay. one, and then uh, number two, I gotta go with. Uh, I gotta say that the seventy uh, Plymouth Road Runner from. Tokyo Drift at the end. Oh yeah, that that's a good was, one. That was fire. That's a good and one. And gotta say the nineteen seventy Chevelle from Fashion. That that uh okay. So that's three. That the Rock was driving. Yeah, that one was fire. So that's three. And then um, got two left. Number four. Uh, let me see. What? Uh, hold on, man. This is it. Just tough. It just pretty tough. It just pretty tough. Oh, take your time. Uh, I gotta man. say, I'm gonna just say the Skyline, the Nissan Skyline GTR that. Oh, the blue one. Okay, the blue yeah, one. The okay, blue one, not the silver one. Okay, and then number five, I gotta go with. Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, I gotta say the the orange nineteen seventy Dodge Charger from Dukes of Hazzard. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Bro. Respectable list, respectable list. Though. Yeah, bro. I'm trying. I had to choose. It's still hello girls I can put in there, though. Yeah, those is like no, your top five. Right now, okay. That's right now, okay. I'm thinking for right now. Yeah, yeah. That's fine, man. That's yeah. fine. Well, Stan, that's unfortunately the end of the show, man. It was a great episode with you. Love hearing about your football stories. You know, good luck with your future and football. Hope everything works out for you. Hope, hopefully, this COVID can get over with soon, so you guys can be back. To getting uh getting your future started, man. True, man. Appreciate you having me on the show, yes, man. Yes, sir. So uh folks, you know what's coming up. That's it. That's the show. 
We ain't got no more. Thanks so much for tuning in, and uh, see you next week. We'll be right back.